What up? You're listening to Previously in Salon Life. Here are your hosts, Emma and Tanisha. Hi, I'm Emma. <laughs> also known as Lil Wheezy. <laughs> oh my god. If you've listened to me laugh one time, you'll understand why. Hi I can't guys, help it. This is Tanisha. Welcome back. We got some good stories for you guys today. Yeah. I have been waiting. I have been so excited to record. I feel like it's been forever since we finally got to sit down and record. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've had some technical difficulties that have set us back and back and back and back. So now here we are. We made it. We made it. We made it to this spot. Believe it or not, this is probably like our fifth time recording. For real. But this might be the first podcast that's released because all the other times something went wrong. Yeah, something. But we're learning, we're growing, we're getting better. Yeah, we're definitely getting better. Yeah. So I guess today we have a topic. Yes. And our topic is going to be our inspirational stories as to why we keep doing hair and what brings us back and some of the good things behind the chair that we get to do. Yeah. I feel like our stories for or our reasoning for starting to be in hair is pretty basic. I don't know if that's the right word to say it, but I like playing with hair. You know what I mean? Like my makeup. (laughs) Yeah. But what's kept us in the industry is more deep. Yeah. And so we wanted to share some of those stories. And then I have a story that I've been um, pushed to tell. And only a few people know about this. And I'm kind of nervous because I'm going to look so stupid. But I'm going to share it. You're going to look so stupid. Yeah. I think I just want to go off with this story first. You want to go off with that one? I think I want to go off this story first. Let's go ahead and see what she has in store for us. Okay. She's so talking about it and I'm kind of like and you I don't think you know this story and I don't and I've just been like hinting to you like you don't even know the preface of it at all you okay. just know that it's crazy okay here's my story once upon a time no just kidding. okay <laughs> so I was working at the corporate haircutting place and at this time we closed at nine o'clock nine o'clock came I had a last minute client, so I didn't get out there until 9.30, 9.45. I was tired. I was exhausted, and I still had to go home and make dinner. So what do I do? I go to Taco Bell. Get Taco Bell for everybody, right? No problem. Spend five bucks and everybody's full. <laughs> so I go to Taco Bell. I have my three kids plus my nephew here are visiting us. So I get everybody food, go home, divvy out the food, go and take a shower because I'm covered in hair. And by the time I finally sit down, I'm starving. And I got one of those $5 boxes with the nacho fries. Mm -hmm. I love those nacho fries. Anyways, I open the box and there's a frog in my fries. No. A frog. No, like like a fried frog, a real frog. A fresh green frog on my fries. And I flip out, slam it closed. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a frog in my fries. And everyone. A real frog. Like a frog. An animal. Yes. Alive, not a toy. Like a ribbit, ribbit. I don't know why I'm doing the bunny thing, (laughs) but like a ribbit, ribbit frog. No. In my Taco Bell fries. No way. Yes. So I'm telling. Hold on, hold on, hold on, girl. Okay. So. I'm telling the kids this and they're freaking out. You know, oh my gosh, there's a frog in my box. Like, what do I do? And they're like, there's not a frog. And I'm like, look. So the kids are like, Ugh. and every time they open it a little bit, they're like, ah! and they're like closing it. Like they, they're too scared to look. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, 
I got to call Taco Bell. I got to tell them that there's a freaking frog in my fries. <laughs> so I call Taco Bell and the, I'm just like, hey, I just came through about 45 minutes ago and I got a, the, your fries box and there's a frog in my fries. I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm, I didn't hear you. What did you say? I said, there's a frog in my fries? She goes, that's, that's what I thought you said. No. She goes, oh my gosh. She goes, I'm actually the district manager here, and I was just here helping out. Um, I don't know how this could happen. I don't know how a frog, I was like, I can bring it in and show you. She's like, no, no, no. Please do not bring a frog into our building. That's okay. She's like, let me call around, see what I can figure out, because this, I've never had, I, I'm stumped. I've never been stumped before. What do I do? And I was like, okay. She's like, let me call around. Now, this is almost 10 o'clock at night now, or past 10 o'clock at night. Okay. And I was like, okay, no problem. Call me back, whatever. Yeah. And she said, dispose of the frog however you want. If you want to keep it, let it go, kill it, whatever you want to do. Oh, my gosh. So I'm like, okay. Now, mind you, I have this on camera. I have a video of it. Okay. Because I wanted to be able to show people, like, this is a crazy story. No one's going to believe me, right? So I'm recording it. I'm recording the frog in my box. I'm recording everybody's reaction. Now we're going to take the box outside and let it go. So we go outside. We take the box and we dump it out. And, like, I'm waiting for the frog to go and I'm looking at it. And it's not moving. And I look down. It was a piece of guacamole. It wasn't a frog. (laughs) What? to look so they couldn't verify that it was a frog i you swear so tired. I s- been so it blinked tired. at me i swear it blinked at me this freaking piece of guacamole so what do i have to do i have to call taco bell bo- back <laughs> no granted i i have all this on camera so you can see me going there goes the frog Oh my gosh. And then you hear the kids laughing. So anyways, I call Taco Bell back. I call him back and I said, hey, this is Emma. I just called you about, you know, earlier. don't want to say it again. I just called you earlier. She goes, yes, I'm so sorry. I woke up our regional manager. He's looking into it. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Stop. Um, Ma'am, please don't. Yeah, I was like, I just want to tell you. It wasn't a frog. Silence. (laughs) I said, it was a piece of guacamole. And I just, I couldn't go to sleep without you knowing that because I feel really bad. I'm so sorry. And she goes, ma'am, this is the first time I've ever been stumped. This is a learning experience. You can come in and cash in for a free meal anytime. I have your name written down and everything. I'm like, okay, thank you very much. Hang up. I will never cash in that free meal because that was the most embarrassing thing of my life. They're like, I can't wait till this lady comes in. I can't wait till this lady comes in. (laughs) Guacamole. (laughs) I know if I give them my name at Taco Bell, they're going to be like, are you the frog girl? <laughs> no, it was guacamole, by the way. And so only a few people know this. And anytime they go to Taco Bell, they have to call me and be like, guess what I got? I'm like, oh what? My Taco Bell. And they have nacho fries. I'm like, 
shut your mouth. Like, I already know where this is going. Shut your mouth. We don't need to do this. Uh, that's my story. Oh, my God. That's a good one. You See? Those corporate haircut places? Girl, they got you. I was exhausted. You exhausted. You were seeing things. Probably day nine of cutting hair. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. It makes us delusional sometimes. Yeah. It makes you see things like frogs that are guacamole. <sighs> Definitely. Or ghosts. Oh, yeah. So if anyone ever... That's why we've seen ghosts in the salon. We're just so tired. We're We're just so tired. Did you hear that little girl in the bathroom? I did. Did you hear her? She's right there. You hear her? I keep on hearing people calling my name. I'm like, yeah? (laughs) They're like, nobody's here. Are you okay? You didn't call my name? No. No. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. So that's my frog story. I can't believe it. Yeah. that had me floored. I was like, what is it? It's yeah. really a frog. How did it get in there? How did a frog get in there? Maybe she had a frog in her pocket. Maybe a client put it in her pocket and it jumped out and went in there. <laughs> like you were like, waiting to figure out why a frog was there. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. No. That's it was awesome. guacamole. And the lady was so sweet. She's like, no, a piece of guacamole shouldn't have been in there either. Like, either way, something showed up in there that wasn't supposed to be in there. So you can come and get a free meal. I'm like, you're fine. You're- <laughs> I'm fine. I- we're fine. I'm all picking my fries off the floor. The manager or the <laughs> district manager was probably calling the owners and was like, we're going to have a, a media outlet right now. There's I a know. frog in one of our boxes and we don't know how it got there. And she calls back and she's like, oh, by the way, um, it wasn't a frog. It was guacamole. It was guacamole. <laughs> it's fine. Never mind. Never mind. Take it back. Take it yeah. Back. Never mind. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Ugh. Emma story. I think now, after having a couple of giggles, let's have a few little heartfelt moments. Yes, and I took up like most of the time in the beginning, so I want you to go first. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She does this to me every time. I feel like I have to be put on the spot. Not every time, just like 90% of the time. (laughs) It's all right, I'll I'll break it. (laughs) So, for my inspirational stories, I have one particular story that really touches my heart. Um, When I was doing it at first, I felt so insecure and I felt like I wasn't the best. Um, I was going through a tough time in my life and um, just everything was going haywire. So one of my old bosses was like, hey, you know, we're doing haircuts for the homeless. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how do you do that? And where do you do that? She's right. like, oh, you just sign up online and they go, you go to Reno and um, they had this whole convention for that. And I was like, okay. Was it cool. the one at the mission? I don't remember. Okay. It's been so long, but it was at the Reno Event Center. Okay. And I was so excited to be a part of it. I've never done it before. This was the first time I was ever doing something of a giving manner. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay, this might be eye-opening or it just might be a really bad experience. Who knows? Let's right. go. One way or another, it's going to be an experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get there and I'm setting up all my stuff. You know, you have to do, um, you lay out all your tools. You also have your quads and mm-hmm. whatnot that they provide for you. And um, I remember a couple of ladies from my old school, they were the teachers and they were like, Tanisha. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know you guys were going to be here. Yeah. This is so unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> and so. They brought in a couple of their students, and one girl 
particular just kept staring at me and I was like oh my god why is she staring at me yeah do I have something on my face like immediately my insecurities started you know picking at me and I was like right maybe I set something up wrong I don't know maybe she knows something I don't know right well you're just having all those scenarios play in your head yeah yeah after I was settled in and we all started getting ready for the event to start it was like maybe 10 minutes before the event had started she comes up to me and she's like hey um do you know who I am and I was like "Mm, I really don't I'm so sorry yeah and she's like oh well I wanted to let you know and I've been trying to get the guts to come and talk to you um you did my hair one time And I said, I did. She goes, yes, you were working at this certain place. And I walked in and you were my hairstylist. And she's a student now. She was a student. At that time. Event, yes. Yeah. And she was like, okay, so long story short, you cut my hair. And I loved, loved how passionately you talked about your job. And you looked like you enjoyed it. Every piece of it. Yeah. And I lost my way and I had no idea where I was going to go in life. And the way you talked about how much you loved your clients and you loved how passionately you get to create beautiful hair every single day. Yeah. She's like, you burned a fire inside of me that made me want to do hair. She's like, and because of you... I'm doing hair and I'm graduating in in September and I think this was like a couple of months. I think it was in like July or something. And she's like, "Yeah, I just had to tell you because I seen you and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to tell her that she's the reason why I'm here and I'm almost about to graduate." And it was so amazing to see you standing in front of me that you inspired me to do this. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I wanted to cry because oh, I, I was bet. so like Oh my God, I didn't think that I would ever change anybody's life, you know? Like, I never thought I'd open up a doorway for somebody to want to do something more. And I was like, wow, this job really does make you, make other people's lives matter. And this showed. And it just, I don't know how to say it, but it just was so eye-opening in that moment because I lost my way. And I don't think she even knew just by her saying that made me realize, oh my gosh, I was I was in the right place at the right time. I was just thinking that you were where <laughs> you were supposed to be at that time. Mm-hmm. That's amazing how you don't really know what's going on in other people's lives or in their head. And at that time, you might have just been trying to get through that haircut or just get through that day without mm-hmm. crying yourself. Yeah. But because of your positive output and the time that you took, like that changed her life. Yeah, it definitely did. It inspired her to do something more. And it it made me want to do, you know, more with my life too. Yeah. Because I was questioning so many things. And that wasn't even the gist of the story. Like, um, I ended up working on a girl there. She was the same age as me. Same age. Yeah. And she was telling me that she was homeless. Like, I swear when I was combing through her hair, I was scraping out tree branches and dirt and oil. And it was so packed on. Yeah. And her hair was as, like, past shoulder length. And she was like, 
can you just please try to make me feel just a little bit beautiful today? And I was like, Aww. of course. I yeah. will do whatever that I can to make you feel ten times better. Yeah. I'm, what do you want? And she's like, I don't know, something really short. Because, you know, with sleeping outside, you don't really shower a lot. And you don't get in a lot of baths or anything. She's like, so... Well, my hair tangles and it gets matted and from all of the dirt and the dander and it just just maybe something short and I was like okay yeah. so I'm combing through her hair and I'm asking her like um how did you if you don't mind me asking how did you get um where you are now yeah. basically yeah and she was like well when I was 16, 17, my mom and dad were not really happy with each other, and you can kind of tell. Yeah. Things got rougher, and the minute that I graduated high school and I turned 18, they're like, hey, we sold the house. Good luck. And they both left her. Both of oh them were gosh. like, go on your way, find out what you want to do, we're done. And oh my she, gosh. from that point forward, she had nowhere to go. She became homeless immediately. Graduated. She went out into the world not knowing where to go, what to start, no college funds, nothing. She literally was stuffed out in the world. Oh and then, um, and that's, I'm, I'm going to interrupt real quick because Alex is doing the same thing. I can't imagine at his age mean out on his own. You know, yeah. I feel like he hasn't been exposed to the world. So, like, him getting his first job, he's doing a lot of firsts. Yeah. I can't imagine him being homeless and trying to figure the world out. Or just with, being a mom and being like, all right, I'm you're done. done. This job's over. Have fun. Yeah. You're yeah. never done being a mom. That's never. Forever. Never. Yeah. But, yeah, her mom and dad parted ways and she's I was like do you ever talk to any of them and she's like no I've tried to touch tape bases with my dad Mm. and he wanted nothing to do with me and so she was homeless and um while she was sitting there she was getting after I was asking her all these questions you know I kind of just wanted to get to know her and when you're doing hair that's what you do you just ask you talk and you know yeah a little bit about them and that's where we led and um the interviewer was asking her, so what were you grateful for today? And she's like, oh, my God, I was so grateful for the sun coming up today. Mm. Um, it was warm this morning in my tent. And she's like, so I'm so thankful that when I woke up today, it was warm. And the sun glistened on me, and I just felt so blessed. And she's like, and this beautiful girl behind me is cutting my hair. And just for her to touch me and not think that I'm disgusting or gross makes me feel so much better. And she's been so nice to me and open to hearing my story, and she's not judging me. And she's like, I just love her. And she looked at me, like, straight in the eyes, and she's like, thank you. Like, Oh, my God. Thank you. I know. Oh, my gosh. Same. It makes me tear every time because I'm like, oh my God, like this girl's my age and she yeah. had nobody. <laughs> Should I we stop getting tissues? I was not prepared for it to be this emotional. I know. Uh, it's so hard and just, oh. Oh my god. Well, gosh. when we were done, I, I finished her hair and I even was able to um, style it just a little bit. And she's like, perfect. I love it. It looked so great. And 
in that moment of my life of doing hair, I was like, yes, this is why I do fucking hair is because I make people feel good about themselves. And not only that, they truly open up a door for me to find who I am in, yeah. in this world because sometimes you don't know where you're going to get that inspiration from. And mm-hmm. it was literally from just those people that yeah. I know yeah, <laughs> that I can lovingly touch their hair and make a big difference. Right. I feel like doing hair, I mean, some of it is like really selfish. Like yeah. <laughs> we're doing this because we love to make you feel good, but it makes me feel good like when you look in the mirror and you were like oh my gosh I've never had my hair feel like this thank you so much like that makes me feel good because you are now happy and um I don't know confident confident you can go through the day like look at me right yeah nice (laughs) and I love I love how she answered that question though like what were you thankful for today Because so many mornings you wake up with the bad attitude and we do have so much to be grateful for. Oh, yeah. You know, more than, you know, what we live in and what we drive and what we, the material things that we can show. I mean, we have so much. Mm -hmm. We really do. Definitely. And so that was my first inspirational story coming into this um, industry. And that's what drives me to keep doing what I do. Yeah. It's it's really a good heartfelt job for me. It's not even a job. I come in because I love it. Yeah. It makes it easier in the mornings to get up and get ready. Yeah. When you know you're going to be seeing those certain faces that make you laugh or smile or freaking cry <laughs> I didn't mean to make you tear up but every time I tell this story because it oh, is so meaningful yes. to me that it, it I just had to share it like yeah. that's what keeps me behind the chair is those stories and I don't I that's just one of the five billions I have yeah I um, feel like every day something happens where it reaffirms that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You were supposed to have that person right in front of you so you could share these feelings, these thoughts. And even if it's just a shoulder for them to cry on or someone that they know they can vent and release that information and not be judged and just be loved and accepted, you know? Yeah, yeah. I also have this second story, and it's not even from the whole homeless situation. It's um, actually another one. I worked at the one of the corporate salons, and um, this one older lady. She had been like late sixties. I don't know. Pretty. Yeah. She came in and she wanted a perm. Um, she was really down about herself. You can tell the way that she addressed herself. She was yeah. just like, you know what? I'm old. I'm ugly, and I just. I don't feel good about myself, and I'm just hoping that this perm can just do a little something. Like, hopefully, it'll kill Those like, are my favorite. <clears throat> I'm gonna throw that out there. Those are my favorite. When they come in, and the first words out of their mouth are, I'm old. Oh, I look so tired. Or just, what is that? Self discriminating. What is that word? 
where they're just really hard on themselves. They My English isn't themselves. good today. <laughs> yeah. They're very self-doubting. Self-doubting and just really harsh on themselves. Yeah. And then, honestly, you don't have to do anything with their hair. If you just talk to them. Yeah. It they feels like they feel just want to hear. Yeah. They just want to hear, oh, you know, they, they just They want to be heard. Yes. And I yeah. feel like this was her. And... She just was draining, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to roll her perm and just keep talking to her, river her away from being <clears throat> such a negative Nancy. Yeah. And so <laughs> this uh, gentleman, gentleman walks in, and he's he's just an, he's such a sweet man. He goes, oh, ladies, how are you? I'm, all, I'm good, because it was just her and I. Nobody else was in the salon. It was just yeah. me and this lady. The other co-workers weren't there at that time. And he's like, man, this chair just looks so comfortable. I am 80 years old, and I told myself that if there's ever a time that I need a break, I'm going to take one. So, I don't need a haircut. I don't cut or anything, but can I just please sit down? And I was like, of course. Like, nobody else is here. Take your time. Right. So, he sits down, and he's like, oh, I... Trust me, I'm not trying to bother you, beautiful ladies. And, um, yeah, well, she's like, <laughs> don't call me beautiful. I'm far from that. And he's like, oh, no, honey, you're so beautiful. What are you talking about? Oh. And I'm, like, almost finished with her perm. I'm just unrolling the rollers out. Yeah. And it starts to give her some volume and body. And he's like, I don't know what she did to you, but... Darn it, you just look so beautiful today. Aww. If I wasn't married, I would definitely take you home with me. And I she's love like, him. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, thank you. You've seen her face just yeah. brightened up. Her cheeks were rosy. And, yeah. And I was like, oh, see, I told you. Don't self-doubt yourself. All you just needed is a quick pick-me-up. Yeah. And he was like, you were doubting yourself? And she's like... Oh, I just wasn't really feeling very confident in myself today. And he's like, oh, I don't understand why you just are. You're such a looker. And she... What a sweet man. (laughs) And she was like, oh, thank you so much. That just makes me so much better. I can't wait to go to the senior center and drop my hair. And he's like, I can't wait until you do too. Everybody's going to really love it. I love it. It looks so great. And they were talking for a minute, and I went to the back, and it just made me feel so happy because I I witnessed this beautiful moment happening between somebody who just needed to pick me up, and this great human came along, and was like, this pure innocent. I love that. I love that. (laughs) And then he's like, "Well, ladies, it was nice sitting here chatting with y'all, and um, I I hope you have a wonderful time at the senior center, and just be you. You're beautiful." She's like, "Oh." Thank you. And then he leaves and she turns around and she grabs my hand and she holds my hand and she looks me straight in the face. She's like, thank you. Thank you for for just telling me and reminding me I'm just, I am beautiful. And you did this and I love my hair. And she started crying Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, honey, it wasn't me. It was you the whole time. It was in there. I just was here to witness and pull her out. And she was like, thank you. She hugged me and thanked me three more times. And then she finally left. And I was like, this is why I love my job. I get to witness so many beautiful things, magical things happen. And I'm like, why would I quit? 
Right. Why would I quit? These stories make me stay. Like, yeah. These stories, I can't tell anybody. And you being a hairstylist yourself, you know how magical those yeah. those moments are. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, this just really happened. Like yeah. how? <laughs> nobody would believe this. Like, And that's you why I wanted to do this podcast yeah. is because nobody hears these stories of right. why we stay behind the chair. Yes, it's hard and it's tiring and it's long hours on our feet and ugh. And yes, we get difficult people and yes, yes we, we have hard have mess times. ups and yes things happen but, but I think people focus more on that mm-hmm. and online that's what you see is everybody's like oh well we have no call no shows or blah 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 right. no that's not all this is why I do this job right because these stories is what keeps me fueling and mm-hmm. wanting to create even better yeah yeah. yeah, so I those are that. my stories. And I, I was that. like, this is my inspirational stories. I can't wait to share these ones with everybody. So um, go ahead, Em. It's your time to tell the regulars. <laughs> the regulars. What's okay. your inspirational stories? <clears throat> my inspirational? Inspirational. My inspirational stories for today. Pause. Um, what are your inspiration? <laughs> okay, ready? One, two, three. What are your inspirational stories today, Emily? Come on, let's share us. Share what you got. Okay, so when I had first started working, a gentleman came in, and I was at the corporate haircutting place. And he came in, and he asked if he could be put down on the list, but it wasn't for him, it was for his wife. And I was like, okay, are you ready now, or how long is the wait? And I was like, I'm ready now. And he's like, okay, I'll go get her. And I'm thinking, why didn't he just come in with her? Like, why is she behind? Yeah. So he brings her in, and she is, for the most part, nonverbal. And he explained to me that she has Alzheimer's and dementia. So sometimes she doesn't remember him, let alone how to take care of herself. So she was in a home, and he knew that she always loved to do her hair. So he brought in a picture of how she used to do her hair. And um, he wanted to give me my time to work with her and talk to her. But he also wanted me to show him how to style her hair like that. Like, he wanted to be able to take care of her the way she used to take care of her. Sweetest thing ever. And so, you know, I cut her hair, I showed him how to style it the best I could, and he was so appreciative, and, you know, they often went and did their own thing. Well, then he came back, like, two months later, and he came in with her. And I recognized him, and I can't remember her name, but I recognized her, and I called her out, and I said hi, and then he's like, oh, she's nonverbal she's dementia and I was like oh I know but I'm I'm still gonna say hi and I'm still gonna talk to her and he goes well yeah 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 and I think he wasn't really expecting that like he yeah. was just expecting me like not to talk to her at all I don't know yeah so she's she probably down, so used to just taking her to anybody and they're just like okay well I'm just gonna do what do you want to do you know instead yeah. of talking to her <laughs> I'm making her feel like a person. They would just talk to him. Yeah. So I talked to her, and even though she never really responded, I was doing her hair. And again, same haircut, same style. He said thank you, and they left. The next month and a half, you can really hear it, huh? (laughs) 
Like, why does it sound like that? <laughs> Look, <clears throat> we already put it out there. She's little wheezy, oh and these God. are the reasons this why. This is going to be changed to, like, big wheezy. Like, <laughs> there ain't no little about this. This is embarrassing. This is Emily, and she has asthma, and this is what we will have to deal with. If you don't like the wheeze, don't listen to us. Yeah. Bam. Or just... Be patient with we're me. all we're all equals here. <laughs> we love everything about Emily, even everything, her wees. even the wees, even the wees. Thank you, thank you, Tanisha. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so the third time he came in, she walked right up to me and gave me a hug. <gasps> oh no, really? And oh, I'm like trying not to cry just thinking about it. And I gave oh. her a hug back, and I look at him, and he just has like this shocked look on his face. Oh my gosh. Because sometimes she doesn't even remember Where's him. Where's my tissue? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So she wasn't even remembering him, but she came in, and she remembered me enough to come up to me give me a hug, and just sat in the chair right in front of me, like, okay, I'm ready. Aww. And I was just like, that's not even my chair, but okay. <laughs> we'll make this chair work. It's fine. It's fine. And he gave me a big hug afterwards, and he's like, thank you. Aww. And it just made me feel so good, Yeah, you know, that we can treat people like people. You yeah. know, we don't have to... Be in a rush, and instead of talking to them, talk to, you know, their caregiver or something like that. Like, no, these are real people. Like, we need to give them that respect. There's somebody in there still. And your kindness is going to show love. Yeah. And that's what you do. You know what I mean? That's exactly what what brings us back to this. Yeah. Yeah. So So I loved that. And that that just reiterated that that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. You know? All right. Uh, well, guys, thank you for listening. Um, we really enjoy sharing our inspirational stories with you, and I hope that you keep listening to us and follow yeah. us on our Instagram and Facebook. And soon we'll be having a TikTok because we're good at that. We, yeah, we are. are good. We're good. And I want to throw a challenge out there. What's something that has happened to you in a salon that you will forever remember? Yeah. And I want it to be on a positive note. So no bad stories. Yeah. So tell us us a positive, good story about an experience in a salon. And if it's good enough, we'll share it with everybody else. Yeah, we'll definitely read it for you. Yeah. Hopefully in the right way that it's out there. Who knows? Yes. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) All right, regulars. All right, regulars. Thanks for coming. Be back. Hanging out with us. Listening to us. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us and hope to see you next time on Previously, Previously in Salon Life. Life. Woo! <laughs> You're just going to create our own outro right there. <laughs>well, that wraps up this episode of Previously in Salon Life. After leaving a five-star review, please check out the website at www.prevsalonlife.com. Listen next week for all the juicy stories from the shop.